Welcome to another episode of The Millennial Project. Hello, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about a few different things, and I'm excited to be back for another episode. As always, showing the love is super helpful, so before we get started, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your positive feedback so far. And just wanted to let you know that rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and sharing with your friends is such a great way to do that. So thank you in advance for showing the love, subscribing, and sharing. I really appreciate it. Let's get into it. Okay, all right. So today's going to be a little bit of an unstructured day. So we're going to kind of see what, what comes out of this. I will be pretty honest with you. My weekend was a bit rough. I didn't take very good care of myself. I didn't work out at all. For those of you who don't know me, that is something that's super important to my mental health is taking care of myself and knowing that I'm doing the right things. And this weekend, I kind of let myself go and I had an extremely good time on Saturday. I had so much fun with a friend who I haven't seen in a while. So I had a great time and... I'm all for having fun, but it kind of ruined the whole weekend in terms of productivity and didn't really feel like a weekend at all. So I was kind of in a heightened anxiety state when it came time for Monday and Sunday evening, which I've talked about before on the podcast about it. My anxiousness stems from work. So so I will be honest with you and say that I didn't record this weekend. I'm recording on Monday. So, you know, that in itself kind of brings me to the topic of expectations and the expectations that I set on myself and the world and people in my life that I probably shouldn't, right? Like expectations are just going to lead to my disappointment in the grand scheme of things. Like nothing is going to work out perfectly all the time. Although in a normal world, I do try to cultivate a life that is up to my expectations and I surround myself with people who can meet them or exceed them. Uh, but that's not always the case. And I wind up being the one hurt from that. No one else does. It's like the expectations that I'm setting on life in general is so out of my control. And to think that I have control over what pans out on a weekend or a day or or an event it's just it's unreasonable it's just not going to happen like I can't decide whether or not someone is going to act a certain way um you know I can't decide whether or not the sun is going to shine there are things that you just can't create on your own that in a perfect world would make life go so much more seamlessly and that's something that I struggle with is just setting those expectations on myself And it's only going to leave disappointing myself and feeling let down by myself, which in turn decreases my confidence levels. So something that I've I've actually been pleasantly surprised about is just doing this podcast and giving myself grace to screw up or not do the right thing or put out something that's not completely perfect up to my level of expectations and standards and just be okay with it because I know I'm not an expert in something. 
that I know that I can't compare myself to someone who's been doing podcasting for three years or even one year. I mean, I'm sure that you can learn so much in that time. So I've been kind of giving myself that that kind of grace and I think it's worked out pretty well. I think that the positive feedback that I've gotten so far has been extremely helpful in increasing my confidence level to do this and you know it's one of those things that comes very naturally to me like I've, I very thoroughly enjoy talking and sharing advice and and just talking through things that may be weighing on my mind sort of as like if though I'm talking to a friend or a therapist or something like that and I, I feel no no shame in that I love doing it and it's funny because to the to the outside world I probably don't share a lot of information like I'm not an oversharer and I'm not very outspoken in terms of like my beliefs or my stances on things mainly because I don't really have a firm stance in anything but it's funny because I'm so willing to talk to people about things and share my ideas and my points of view if the conversation arises but I feel like even just with COVID, like I haven't really had a lot of social conversations lately and this gives me the outlet to be able to talk to people and share things that otherwise I wouldn't be able to. So it's been it's been really helpful to be able to be more chatty when otherwise like I'm, I'm at home at my apartment every day. Um, not to mention that I'm living in the city away from all my family and friends. So that's a whole another topic in itself but I'm very lucky that I have been able to make friends here I would say if you are thinking about moving out of out of your city or state your comfort zone I would just say go for it I honestly it hasn't really been that extreme of a of a move for me I'm I'm easily adaptable in in most situations to be honest with you um so it wasn't a very extreme move. I did also study abroad for four months, so in another country, and that was a, a bit more of a culture shock. So if you have that experience and you're thinking about traveling domestically, I would say just go for it. Uh, obviously, there are going to be things that you're going to miss out on, right? Like weddings, birthdays, um, little social events, you're going to miss them. And it comes down to what you're gaining in, in replace of that. And if that's something that you can you can be okay with, I would just say like take that leap of faith and do it and just go because you're never going to get that time back. And for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to be 26 this summer and I was going to be 26 this summer no matter what. So I might as well experience more things in life, try podcasting, move to a different city. It's like you're going to be 26 anyway, so you might as well just do it. And, and have those experiences. And that that goes for anything in life. If you're thinking about going back to school and you're saying, okay, but by the time I finish school, I'll be 28. Will you be 28 anyway? So would you rather be 28 without a degree or 28 with a degree? And anything really, if you wanna switch to real estate or, or you wanna become a yoga instructor, whatever it is, might as well add people I think probably have this misconception that they're in their 20s and they see these overnight successes and they see all these people showcasing their success on on the socials and I think that 
people have this common misconception that by the time you're 25, you need to have a ton of money and this solid career and everything figured out. And I really don't think that's the case. And I know that's very cliche. And I've fallen into that trap too, you know? Like, I've had that quarter-life crisis where you're like, my five-year plan is I'm 30. And there's so many other things that go into that because I'm, I'm an extreme planner. But just letting yourself sort of feel that unknownness and, and just say, okay, I might not know where I'm going to be next year. But instead of saying that's scary, you can say that's so exciting. And you can look back on your life and and even Snapchat helps with this with memories. Like I just looked at a photo of a year ago and it's like, wow, I can't even remember that day because that was so long ago because I've experienced so much in that time. Even during a pandemic, it's, it's insane. Like, and in that time, right? Like I lost my job and then I got asked to come back. And then I made some amazing friends who are now my best friends now. And I traveled to a different city that I've never been to before and moved there and made friends there and experienced so many different things in that, in that time frame that you might think are small at the time that build up to be so much bigger than that. And those are the things that build over time as you get older and shift your, your mindset on what you want to be when you grow up. And it could be the smallest thing ever that could do that for you. Like even just buying podcast equipment and just trying it out could mean the biggest shift in my life. I could look back 11 months from now, I could look back and say, wow, that one moment changed my life. And it could not. It just, it. why not try, you know? And I just think that like putting yourself in a, in a state of, vulnerability and potential failure and and being exposed and being willing to suck at something is builds so much character and is something that is so good for striving forward in anything I feel like it just shifts your perspective right so like if you've gone through something I'm not saying, like, if you suck at something. I'm saying, like, if you've gone through something major, like you've lost a family member that's extremely close to you, or you've gotten in a horrible injury, or whatever it is, um, something horribly traumatic, that shifts your perspective on everything, on everything in life. You know, like, if you have something so simple as, like, you stub your toe, or... I don't know, you bleach something that's colored or something small, right? Something minute that doesn't really matter. To you and I, it doesn't matter because we've been through things that shift your perspective on what actually is a big deal or not. And something that I'm, I'm nervous about with just the upcoming generation is just the amount of sheltering and coddling and trying to to protect your kids from any harm, which I understand is by nature a parent's job, but if you're not letting your child experience any sort of trauma, you know, 
embarrassment or shame or or just an overall fuck up, you're not letting them experience a shift in perspective and eventually it's going to lead to either a breakdown or just not being okay with the word no or or just like entitlement in general because they're always going to think that the world is this safe and happy place where nothing bad ever happens and the world is fair and they get everything they want which you and I know is not the case so who's to say that that entitlement doesn't you know I'm sure it doesn't bother them because they haven't experienced things to to know that they are I know that I work hard. I would hope that everyone wants to, but that I know that's not the case. But it's just interesting like how self-confidence in general to me is very interesting. I just like I, I think that the security of yourself and your ego not from a overly confident state. I just mean like a confident state is so apparent in everything in life right like you look at people that get easily offended right I think that that comes just from the lack of self-confidence or dare I say it entitlement that comes from not having a traumatic experience or or any shift in perspective and I'm not saying like your life has to be full of trauma. I'm just saying look back at your story and see if there's anything there that built character. And I'm not saying you have to go and like have a traumatic experience in your adulthood. I'm just saying, you know, is there anything in your life that could have shifted your perspective on anything? You know, it could have been having a parent in your life that you didn't have a strong relationship with fought all the time and then you built up that relationship over time or you know you got bullied a lot in school or you had an amazing fitness transformation or whatever it is you overcame an addiction of some sort that builds character and it could be so small as to say you know you used to be obsessed with makeup and had to cake it all over your face because you hated what you looked like and then over time you became okay with what you looked like and discovered your self-confidence and slowly and slowly you wore less makeup. Like it doesn't have to be this crazy experience. I'm just saying, you know, think of think of your life and think of it, you know, like you're creating these experiences and your story like a book. And how how good is your story? You know, like how how exciting and and worthwhile and, and thoughtful is your story? And I'm not saying that you have, honestly, a choice in any of it. I know if you're worried about, you know, your self-confidence, I would really look at what you've been through and your perspective on things. And I'm very lucky that I can see things on both sides. You know, like I'm not polarized at all and I'm, I'm very middle of the road and I can totally see where everyone's coming from. I can. And I'm not afraid to share that. You know, like, I, I'm on social media, obviously, and there's something on International Women's Day about feminism and how it's taken away our right to be able to be feminine and, you know, be a mom with a nuclear family because we have to be 
CEOs and single moms because it's empowering or something like that. And, you know, everyone's take was like, you know, against it. It was mainly just soliciting feedback and thoughts. It wasn't even the person's original post. It was just on there. And I, I came down to, I, you know, I said, every woman has a choice to do whatever they want. That's what feminism is. But I think that right now there's a lot of media spotlight on women that are working really effing hard and shining, you know, like women CEOs and who I'm sure just want to be known as CEOs and, you know, the first woman to referee a Super Bowl who I'm sure just wants to be known as a referee. But regardless, they're doing really, really well in their field and the media is shining on that, but they're twisting it in a way to hopefully empower young people. I'm assuming that's their role is to empower young women to do things through representation which is great it's great to be able to see someone that looks like you on the tv and say oh she did that i could do that too i totally understand what that's coming from but i think that it's offending adult women i think that women that aren't secure in themselves who maybe didn't shine as much as they wanted to in the beginning who maybe didn't make it to the end of their career ladder whatever it is i think that they're offended by that and they are seeing how much spotlight is on those women and maybe are feeling less inside and maybe aren't 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 feeling all that they used to be. I really honestly think that and I you know, that's just my take on it. I think that I don't think it has anything to do with whether or not you're a single mom or, or a mom with a married man who makes more money than you. I don't think it really makes a difference. I think at the end of the day when people are standing over your dead body, they're going to say she was a good mom. They're not going to say anything about the structure of your family. Um, I think it just comes down to, like, how good of a mom were you? You know, like, I don't think it matters. And, yeah, it was just an interesting take on, on that. But a, a lot of people, you know, in the comments were were a bit upset just from the person posting it in general, which you know, obviously nothing good happens from an echo chamber. So I thought it was very interesting to post it. I mean, just looking for feedback, it's not like they agreed with it, but it was, it was definitely interesting to see a couple of hot takes. And, um, it kind of started going into this whole, you know, beauty standards conversation in the comments. And, and that's a whole nother conversation, right? With like, don't be, you know, you have to be perfect. You can't do anything wrong at all, but don't use a filter. You know, like, it's a hot take for sure. Um, there's a couple of things that came up on, on social media lately, and, and honestly, one of, the, one of the craziest things that I've seen is just the response to saying, I see where you're coming from. I see what you're saying. I hear you. Like, just being able to, like, humanize the response of like a hot take and not even a hot take it's just like a meme that maybe you don't agree with or you know someone soliciting feedback on a different point point of view it's like yeah i could see where they're coming from which like in the grand scheme is not a crazy thing to say but in this day and age you're either one side or the other and it's pretty intense the amount of feedback people have gotten just saying like oh my god thank you wow this is <laughs> wow, a human response that isn't, you know, judging someone's character just based on something that they've posted. And 
it all really comes down to just how easily offended you are. And I think if you really just shift your perspective and think like, okay, everyone is really out here in the in the grand scheme of life, the big picture. Everybody is out here to make their life easier, better, more secure. No one is out here to harm other people. There just is not enough energy in the world for every single human being to be out here thinking, I'm going to do this in order to harm other people that I don't like. I know that you might think that's what they're doing through media sources telling you that, but at the end of the day, Think about your life. Think about how many things you care about, right? Like, do you care about animals? Do you care about homeless people? Do you care about... What do you what do you really care about a lot? Do you think, care about the water crisis? Do you care about the environment? You know, like, what is it that you... That drives you? You're doing that to make the world a better place. Are you really day-to-day, when you're thinking about those things, thinking about, like taking other people's guns from them? No, you're not. And vice versa. You know, like people who care about how money is spent in the government and human trafficking and even coronavirus. Like think about all those things that it would make your life easier if things happened a certain way. And then like, are you really out here saying like, we should kill every fish in the coral sea because for the economy. Like, no, you're not thinking that. And like, the media will have you think otherwise. And it's really just out here, like, polarizing people. And at the end of the day, like, we are, it's just not, it's just not how it works. I just think that like, there are battles worth fighting. And then there are things that you're just like, oh, come on. I don't know. I think it comes down to a bigger picture, right? Like, how much information is really out there? Like, if think about this. If you had to go along your... If you had to live your life, right? And, like, you didn't have... Or you didn't have social media. Let's just say you didn't have social media. Or, or the news, right? And you didn't know that they were planning on changing the logo for the syrup company. Like, would you even notice? Like, I bet you you wouldn't have even noticed. Because how often do you buy syrup? Like once a year? You would have never noticed. And if you did, you'd pick it up and go, oh, they changed the logo. Like there would be no uh, crazy fanfare around it, you know? Like they are, it's just so funny, right? Like you think about how up in arms people get about something that like they probably don't even purchase, right? Like it's just so funny. And like how people can just like find a stance on something that, makes them upset for no reason. Same with Dr. Seuss. It's like, do you, do you own that book? Do you even know where you would find that book? Do you have kids? Even if you have kids, like, read it to them anyway. Who cares? And, and you wouldn't even know that the book changed its writing because you've never even read it in the last 15 years. So who cares? You know, but, like, people will just, like, find something to get upset about, which is upsetting. It's like, just, who cares? But I think that, like, the way things are structured and worded are so manipulative to, like, the people who get easily offended by things or or even, like, just strike controversy, right? Like, not even offensiveness. I just mean, like, 
it'll strike controversy on both sides. And they word it like that on purpose for that exact reason. And, you know, I, I, I can see both sides. So I just say like, oh yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. And I can also see where the other person's coming from because of how it was phrased, right? Like we're ingrained to read certain phrases and feel a certain way just based on how we were raised and what, you know, media we consumed at a young age and what our parents are saying, what our friends are saying, et cetera, et cetera. But I digress on that. But yeah, I know, you know what? I'm excited to have a good day today and a better week. Yeah, there are some things that I'm excited about. Um, you know, it's supposed to be an amazing week in Austin weather-wise. Hopefully I'm going to be able to get outside. I'm going to work out. Gonna go to the gym. I'm loving this daylight savings with it getting darker so much later. But I was talking about this yesterday. It's like this weird mental thing where like it used to get dark at 6:30, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's 6:30. I've got a couple hours still before I have to go to bed. It's like I can make dinner, I can watch TV, whatever." And then now it gets dark at eight, and you're like, "Oh, I have a couple hours." You're like, "Oh no." It's already eight o'clock. I have to go to bed. So it's like a it's like a double-edged sword. It's like you get more daylight, but then as soon as it gets dark, you're like, oh shoot, it's late. I have to go to bed. So there are some things that I'm loving lately. I know this is a little change of pace, but there are some things I'm loving lately. I know I'm very slow to the game, but I just changed my cappuccino order from almond milk to oat milk. Highly recommend. So good. So so good. Better than almond milk. Uh, so oat milk cappuccino, one thing I'm obsessed with. Also, I just discovered this shoe company called Schultz, S-C-H-U-T-S. So I guess it's Schultz, Schultz. I thought it was Schultz, Schultz. It's, it must be German or something, but I have six pairs of shoes from this company now because like they're all like $100-ish or less, like Steve Madden prices, but like so much cuter and amazing quality and you can find them on their own website or revolve or whatever but it's super cute i got a pair of sandals i got like three pairs of heels it, perfect for summer highly recommend s-c-h-u-t-s and i'm loving their shoes and what else am i loving i got these everlane jeans that i haven't taken off highly recommend they say to size down don't do it just don't do it. I, I tried to size down, right? Like I tried on a pair in my size. It felt great. And they were like, no, size down. And I was like, are you sure there's no stretch in these? And they said, yeah, yeah, they'll break in, but size down. Size down, couldn't even get them on. I was like, okay, you know, but they, they were amazing. They let me return them like a month and a half later. And I was like, I really, you told me to size down and I can't even get these on. And they were like, okay, no problem. Like we'll get you a size up. So don't size down. I don't know why they said that. And yeah, I, I'm loving them. They're like light wash, like straight leg jeans from Everlane. Make your butt look great. And what else am I loving? Oh, I got these Tower 28 products. They're like makeup products, right? Like I got a cream bronzer and a cream blush. Super, super good quality, like highly pigmented, but not sparkly or anything. Like, And they were like 20 bucks each and they're like you know Fenty Beauty sized or bigger um so really cute products and super easy to use like just with your fingers or a beauty blender or something like that but I'm loving those so far just got those 
um, recently. And, oh, and I'm loving these, like, Davinay's hair products that I get from my salon. But they're, like, I got the, the milk and the oil. It's, like, OI, like, oi oil. Oh, my God. Amazing, amazing. Expensive, but worth it. Like, I couldn't recommend more. And I get their texture spray, too. Oh, my God. And all their products smell so, so, so good. Um, so highly recommend Davinay's products and they're all like all natural organic. They're amazing And you can get them on Amazon, which is kind of weird But I would just suggest getting it on their website or at love and mercy salon in Boston. They sell products on their website Yeah, I'm also loving the way fine hair sh shampoo and conditioner have been like a lifesaver for my hair because I have a lot of hair like a ton of hair but I have very fine hair and everything weighs it down and the way like um, Jen Atkins company the way hair products are just so amazing for my hair and they smell amazing too um you know I actually tried that Olaplex hair hair repair thing um, and I, I got a mini size and I'm glad I did because I haven't really been loving it it hasn't really done anything monumental to my hair um, and I'm using it as directed so if anyone has any tips on that Olaplex stuff, let me know. Because I haven't really seen a, a major shift. I think it was just maybe a trend on TikTok or something. But um, but I figured I'd try it. Also, one thing I'm, I'm super loving, if you have a man's, the Method Surf and Sea Men's Body Wash. I got it from Mitch. It smells so good. He like sings in the shower now when he uses it because he's obsessed with it smells so 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 good and it's like and it's like a non-toxic um sort of sort of body wash product so obviously good for the skin he has extremely sensitive skin um and heavily tattooed so he has to have something that's like paraben free and like sulfate free i don't know how to explain it but like he doesn't want to irritate his skin with that so highly recommend and it smells so 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 good so the surf and sea method body wash for men if you have a guy just get it you can get it at target you can get it anywhere i got it on amazon but amazing so my goal for the week for me i'm gonna work out as much as possible i'm going to record another podcast with a special guest and i'm gonna try and get to a yoga class i haven't gone to a yoga class in probably over a year and i have a yoga studio right outside my apartment and I haven't been, and I always see people go, and I, I really want to go. So I got a yoga mat at Target, and I'm just going to do it. So that's my goal for the week. I also want to plan a date. So if you have any date ideas, please let me know. I really just want to, like, go on a fun date that I haven't done before and and have a good time. It's supposed to be an amazing weather week here in Austin. So please sh shoot me a DM with your date ideas and... I hope you guys have a great week. This was kind of just like a ramble of how I'm feeling, some hot takes. Obviously, I know it's not as structured as I would like it to be, but, but thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>